This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's hard to have like a pouty face or a scowl with that going on in the background, right? What in the world version of Green Acres was that? <laughs> well, this is just the instrumental version as opposed to the one with the and lyrics. Is there a reason for the Green Acres? Did I miss something? Why? Or is Were that you just not listening fun? to your partner during the break? Because <laughs> I was trying to pitch a tourism ad for Mullinville, Kansas. Oh. <laughs> I was just curious because uh, if it was cheap enough, uh, I'd pool together some funds. And say your line. The the line is what brought it up. <laughs> the, the beautiful Buena Vista. Oops. No, no, no. The 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 population. Oh, there's more sheep than people in Mullinville, Kansas, and they're paying rent. <laughs> Come visit. <laughs> oh man, You're looking for local delicacies where there's just one cafe, and you never know what the hours are going to be. So hope it's open. <laughs> Nah, there's nice enough people there. If they saw you hungry, they'd take you in and feed you. Probably something that really, really stuck to the sides, too. Hey, if you're there in the winter, you might get a nice heaping bowl of chili with a uh, cinnamon roll on the side. Oh, really? Great pairing. Mm-hmm. Great pairing. The Like most of the, the Midwestern meals I grew up with, all pretty normal. The there's two though that always give me the what are you talking about and the the is one, it goulash chili and no hash oh goodness <laughs> no it's the it's the chili and cinnamon roll pairing for some reason is very bothersome um, and then the other one that who whose is that's yours isn't it yeah that's mine oh okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay like that's one and then the other one is and I'm trying to remember the origins of this meal, but like a bunch of people in the area ate it. And I can't remember if it's like a Mennonite or anyways, but it's, it's chicken noodles over mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. You've mentioned that one before. Too. And I, I, that was one when I first came down here and it, like it could have been, I could have went anywhere. It wasn't just like Lubbock, Texas. When I casually brought that up the first time, the, the almost glares that I got of judgment were piercing and then after i thought about it i'm like okay well that one seems really weird i don't i still don't understand the problems with chili and a cinnamon roll on the side i mean those are two great things right i'm not throwing any flags on that i guess depending on how much you like or love chili and i happen to love chili and how much you like or love cinnamon rolls and i happen to love cinnamon rolls so i guess i get the salty sweet combination there with the the the, a saltier chili and a, a sweet cinnamon roll? Yeah, what's the problem with the... It's just a dessert after a main, right? Yeah. It seems like... To me, a cinnamon roll is breakfast. And chili doesn't seem like breakfast. That's probably why most people feel like that doesn't seem to go together. And you don't... When you say chili and a cinnamon roll, that's not suggesting a meal... And then a dessert. Nobody says, I'm going to have steak and cake. <laughs> no, but I'm in. Okay. <laughs> but, you, but you say, <laughs> when you say cinnamon roll and chili, that's suggesting they're going together like burger and fries. Okay. So if you're going to claim that it's a meal and then an after dessert, you don't use them together like that. You don't say it together like that. That's probably a part of the reason why people have so much issue with it. If, if I, I only have issue with it because I don't like chili. Mm. Yeah, see, so then you wouldn't like it. <laughs> no, it I don't have an you. issue because yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm not doing it. I, I, you know how much I hate food snobs. Man, so, yeah. Well, and you have you unless, run into a lot. I do, I do. Unless I'm forcing you to eat it, then why do you get bent out of shape out of what I eat? Why is that bothersome? That That's not a question to you. That's to other people. Yeah. But some people are so bothered by what other people eat. And like, unless I make you eat what I eat, then get over it. Who cares? Speaking of forcing to eat, what was your go-to food noise 
with the kiddos when they were little? Like, were you an airplane or were you a choo-choo train guy? Oh, he was definitely the basketball guy. <laughs> Two Toby. for three. Cook <laughs> yeah. and you're just like flinging the baby food from like three feet away. Oh, wide right. That's right on the cheek. That's funny. That's funny. Such a Chuck Hines question. He's a basketball guy. Um, no, I think I was the airplane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of, I surely wouldn't have meant Kobe. I was shooting for three. With. Yeah, I said Kobe first. Yeah. Or was it tennis? And then Service. Coop coach. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Agassi. Uh, steak and cake also. I'm in. For, for one, yeah, I'm in. But if I was an NFL running back, I wouldn't have shake and bake. I would have steak and cake on the field. That's what, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he steak and caked his way all the way to the end zone. Touchdown. Uh, or if you had a, you know, a big bruising back and then just like a fat back. <laughs> Instead of lightning and thunder, like they refer to some running back combos, you could have steak and cake. Hey, man, are you a scat back? No, I'm a fat back. <laughs> <laughs> I would, that would, uh, man, that would be very, very painful to be labeled the fat back in steak and cake. Because you probably already don't want to be labeled a steak no, as a running not. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensive lineman, that's like a, hey, Big compliment. Defensive lineman, big compliment. But if you're a running back, you probably already don't want to be labeled as steak, but you surely don't want to be the one that's labeled as cake. I have a feeling that would happen <laughs> if, like, one of the running backs' last name was cake or <laughs> if the last name was steak, like that kind of – it not a nickname, but that would be actually their last name. Mm-hmm. And that then it would morph into steak and cake. Steak and cake. Mm. Yeah. Who's the cakiest running back that's ever gone through the league? Is that like a uh, Jerome Bettis? He's a pretty big guy. Well, he was a bus. I mean, uh, he was the bus. It, it, he know. wasn't like when I think of cake, I think of something you know, sure, big and round, but also a little soft. What about your guy, the Nigerian nightmare, Christian Okoye? Oh, yeah. Till Steve Atwater, was, Steve Atwater turned him into cake. That's for that was, sure. That dude was a load. Yes. Yeah, because I I was trying to think of of bigger. Running backs. And you had another one fit, pretty like, much the same time, Barry Word, that was uh, mm-hmm. massive as well. Jamarcus Russell. Look at me knowing the history of the Chiefs. <laughs> I just want to take a hammer to my head right now. You're like a wealth of knowledge, chief yeah. knowledge over yeah. there. You're the chief of chief knowledge. It's got to feel Somebody good. Somebody had to be. <laughs> you, you hand over <laughs> duties. <laughs> Uh, weird combos on the station this week that on the eighth morning center chat line. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> Feels pretty on brand. Oh, I thought he said weird combos. I was like, well, if you think this is weird, come back from one to three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, the more hours you get into the day, the, uh, I looser the brain feels. Way weirder. Know. 830 no. is going to be a very special time for you two. Right, that is the, the halfway mark. It's the halfway mark. Do you have anything planned? Is there going to be like confetti that drops for Jamie? I was planning on celebrating by leaving thirty minutes early. Is that okay? Oh. <laughs> well, no. then we just have to move it back fifteen minutes. Yeah, but we wouldn't get a full twenty-five hours. Then that was what was promised mm. to me when I won my prize, mm. and you said you could have anything in the building. What do you want? And I said twenty-five hours. <laughs> Best friend, pickleball partner. And you're like, I didn't think about that. This was a mistake. This is the last time we have a competition <laughs> for Raymar where they get to pick their prize. <laughs> uh, this on the 8th Morning Center chat line for Texas Tech basketball. The lower the riders pick us, the better we will achieve. Hope so. I don't fully personally buy into that, but I hope that's the case. Well, Which, hope, by the way, I hope they pick us high, too. I, I feel like the, the but I'd s- rather us finish high. I feel like even if you had the same numbers that you had, uh, like if you didn't have the expanded Big Twelve with four new teams and it was just ten, coming off of what you did come off of and what you're trying to correct and fix, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like seventh would have been still a, a a great spot. I would not have been upset with being picked seventh. Maybe so. And with 14 teams now? But I think with a new coaching staff and all that, it's just it's more impressive. 
you're finishing that top seven compared to if you had just stayed with the same group of guys and staff. No, 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 not the same group of guys. I'm saying like the same 10 teams. If you didn't have the expanded oh, okay. Big 12. seven out of 10. And you were still in seventh with, with that group this year, still after coming off of what you came off last year and, and replacing everything, no, I still totally would have taken it, you know, because that's still either way a tournament team. So Most likely. Most likely. Yep. When we come back, it's this day in sports history, rounding out our number one. You've got The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott with Jamie Lind. And here with this day in sports history, it's Jeff McGuire. 1928 is where we will start this morning, gentlemen. The Yankees and Tigers... End the ninth inning tied one to one. They would end that way in the tenth and the eleventh as well. We get to the top of the twelfth, and the Yankees' offense finds their swagger. They would score eleven runs in the twelfth to win twelve to one. Man, let's go! It must have been and the great. Yankees haven't scored twelve runs since then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's entirely true, but I know how you feel. You still call that? I mean, I know it went to extras, but do you still call that a blowout? Because I mean, you won that by it a was. bunch of runs. Um, it's hard to say they really pulled away late because you think pulled away late. Oh yeah, they run by two or three. They can't get much later the next year. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't a, wasn't a blowout early, but it was a blowout late. Can okay. we say that? Yeah, yeah, take that. Nineteen forty-eight. The Babe Ruth story premieres. It is Babe Ruth's last public appearance. 1952. Mickey Mantle hits his first grand slam. Five years later, in celebration of his first grand slam, he hits home run number 200 for his career. Hmm. That's always satisfying whenever you have feats on the same day, several years apart. I've never experienced that. I've, I've never had a a feat. My consecutive days of waking up is continuing to run every <laughs> single day. Okay. Sometimes it's later than others, but I still wake up every uh. day. 1970, Reds catcher Johnny Bench didn't play catcher today. He actually spent the day in the outfield. He went four for five with seven RBI, including three consecutive home runs off of St. Louis Cardinal Steve Carlton in a 12 to five win at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati. Did he play a bunch of outfield? I don't know if he played a bunch of outfield, but he did today. Okay. 1984, Expos Pete Rose ties Ty Cobb with 3,500 and his second single. Mm. Jamie, you asked me what Expos jersey, because I mentioned how much I like the logo. I don't, you know, I'm not alone in that, but mm -hmm. you asked me what Expos jersey I would get. Jeff, what, what Expos player jersey would you get if you got one? I mean, Pedro's up there. Randy Johnson would be up there. Um, I picked I picked uh, Papa Vlad, Papa Vlad. Although, if I was going to get a Vlad jersey, I would probably get the Rangers one mm. because at least it's a team I root for. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I would want one of those players. Uh, Galarraga could be a good one too for an expo. I mean, they had a lot of young talent that went through there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Can't believe he didn't pick the Rock. Rock reigns. I need the I need that's the White Sox version of that. Didn't know Dwayne Johnson get rock played yeah. baseball. The most electric. I also didn't know that pitcher. his nickname was Rock until like the hmm. last year that he was playing. Dwayne Johnson out on the mound giving him the people's fastball. Dwayne Johnson played for Miami. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also played for WWF. You know what's disappointing to me? And this has happened to me a bunch of times now. This has just kind of shown me where 
I feel like our world has gone wrong. You go into like a discount store, whatever, uh-huh. and you go by the toy section, and no longer in these places do they have McFarlane or starting lineup figures, but they have loads of WWF figures. And I'm like, well, now it's WWE. Okay, whatever. It's entertainment. It's a I federation. I like, I like saying F just to. Because uh, <laughs> of how you feel just, about it. <laughs> just, to, just to annoy people. Okay. It's like, so these places, there's a market for this stuff, but not like professional baseball or football players. Nobody wants that. My Instead, get. people want The Undertaker. My guess Superfly is, Snooker. Jamie... I don't think he's really flying around on the shelves as much. <laughs> Literally or figuratively. My guess is on that that the sports collector's market mm-hmm. has ruined that for the average person to go buy a pack of cards or a single starting lineup figurine when they buy all of them when they show up that the companies no longer carry it. Do you, you want hope for humanity, though, in the same general area usually it's i would guess the shelf over within a couple of shelves you go from that one and maybe it's in the same aisle have you seen the nerf guns they're rocking with these days i mean the choices are endless and even the knockoffs are good like that wasn't even around when i was a kid like i it's incredible what they have so that's cool so yeah don't look at the i have a nerf crossbow at the house and just about once a month i just come by it in my closet and i just walk out into the living room and just yeah. Let loose on the two daughters. <laughs> pick up my <laughs> little bullets and head back to the room. My my wife and I and, and our, each of our respective nightstands have a little two shot nerf pistol okay. just in case the other one gets a little too wiry. wiry. Or there's a burglar. Or there's a burglar. Yeah, put put your hands up unless you want to get tinked in the forehead. <laughs> Freeze, Mister. Click. <laughs> 1992, Nolan Ryan strikes out his 100th batter for the 23rd consecutive season. That's impressive. Impressive. Mm-hmm. It is National Bagel Fest Day and Ooh. National Coffee Milkshake Day. Ooh, in on both. Uh, I like the bagel sandwich. Bagel sandwiches are great. Bagel bites. Bagel bites are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, bagel's something I didn't enjoy until I was an adult. I'm I'm down for like even like if you go with the old continental breakfast at a hotel, I mean just your basic bagel and cream cheese, even that, mm-hmm. that'll that'll put a smile on my face. You want a, a loaded day for birthdays to start off? Sure. Sandra Bullock, fifty nine. Kate Beckinsale, fifty. That's a nice one two punch for your starting lineup. Uh, Jason Statham, fifty six. Mick Jagger, eighty. Kevin Spacey, sixty four. Helen Mirren, 78, and Bob Lilly is 84 today. And on this day in 1941, President Franklin Roosevelt seizes all Japanese assets in the United States in retaliation for the Japanese occupation of French Indochina. Britain and the Dutch East Indies followed suit. The result, Japan lost access to three-fourths of its overseas trade and 88% of its imported oil. Japan's oil reserves were only sufficient to last about three years, and only half that time, if it were war and uh, if it went to war and consumed fuel at a more frenzied pace. Japan' immediately response was to occupy Saigon. If Japan could gain control of Southeast Asia, including uh, Milan, it would also control the region's rubber and tin production. A serious a serious blow to the West, which imported such materials from the East. Japan was now forced with a dilemma back off of its occupation of Southeast Asia and hope that the oil embargo would be eased or seize the oil and further antagonize the West even into war. Keep in mind, this is 41 in July. We've got a few months for another thing involving Japan in 41, Mm -hmm. specifically in early December. Hmm. And that's this day in sports history. All right. Okay, Mr. McGuire. Well done, as always. You know, maybe it's just because I'm awake in the 6 o'clock hour. Maybe it's just I'm weird in general, which, yes. Uh, I just realized that if you don't really give enough oomph on Mick 
and Mick Jagger, he sounds mm-hmm. like a McDonald's menu item. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll have one Mick, Mick Jagger hold the oh, cheese. Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plain and dry. <laughs> Don't you dare. Put mustard on Put mustard my on Mick Jagger. Or forget ketchup with my Mick Jagger. <laughs> uh, like I asked for. Like, give me the ketchup. Like I asked. Uh, we get this on the Yates horn. Huh? It was the politest way possible to say it. That is not. <laughs> you can't. You can't end it with like I asked. It even use the word polite. It's like what's the politest. I I told him. But I, I was. I told smiling. him to go jump off a bridge in the politest way possible. I was smiling, you know, when I said it. Yeah, because you knew what you were doing. <laughs> you knew you were ruining that young man's day, and he was just trying to do his minimum wage job. I can prove you can say something the politest way possible. That boy's an idiot. Bless his heart. Oh yeah, bless his heart. That's a good one. Man, I know what that's code for. You think I'm an idiot? Well, he did Bless say that boy's an idiot. He said I'm an idiot first. Yeah, I can tell you. Right? I, I think Jeff thinks I'm an idiot. Hey, it's the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com. Lovick Sports Station as we give you your morning look into the world of sports. Rangers at Astros tonight, 6.30. Start time here in Double T 97.3 for the Rangers broadcast. For the Astros broadcast, another 6.40 start time over on 100.7. The score at 9 o'clock. It is the end of the bench there on the score. On The score. The bottom line will start at 12 and then at 3 o'clock back here on Double T 97.3. It is Tech Talk. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Jeff McGuire behind the glass taking care of us. You can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions. Real important thing to uh, clean up. Here, the story got better and worse. I thought it was uh, I thought it was uh, Pippin's daughter. I see a little bit more of the outrage. It's uh, Pippin's ex-wife. So, uh, old Larsa, forty-eight, dating Marcus Jordan, thirty-two, and that's the sports news that you didn't want to know today. So, I like this quote that's in my uh, Google search here from Larsa. We're in a really good place. I feel like a lot of people think that we've known each other our whole lives, which we have not. And then it ends with Pip, and it, which it well, ends. Since you had a 16-year head start. <laughs> it just it still bends my brain if you just see that quote, and at the end of it, it says Pip instead of Jordan, and my brain wants to go, Pippin, you played with Jordan your entire. Oh, no, wrong thing, wrong thing. Sorry, no, yeah. That is yeah. just not. That I don't know. There's. Do you think Marcus Jordan saying Scotty doesn't know? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I will be here the rest of the week. Oh, man. I just... (laughs) There's just things that are just so wrong. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel better or worse for knowing that. Um, a little bit of both. Yeah, I, don't, I, I guess worse, worse, worse. Because worse. initially, <laughs> initially, I thought I was just let me help. T- worse, <laughs> two ex players, ex teammates, kids getting together. But now, man, that's yeah. One player's ex kid. One player's ex wife. Will there be a show on, I don't know, E? X Probably. <laughs> X-Kid? I think you're so, still the kid. I don't know. Pippen probably wants him to be the X-Kid. Uh, for Michael Jordan watching Marcus on the basketball court, probably wants him to be an X-Kid, too. Why is he not good? Yeah, he wasn't good. <laughs> it's the wasn't latest he a ep- football player? Latest episode of The Last Dance, I guess. <laughs> the Last Last Dance. Save the last dance for me? Question mark. That's uh, yeah. Ouch, man. Now I see why. I think Scotty's in the right now. I would be mad too. I thought you said it was Michael that was mad. No, Scotty's mad. Scotty's mad. Scotty's mad. So Scotty clearly does know. Yes, Scotty knows now. 
And it almost feels like it. Jordan sent his son to do it just to upset Scotty. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got mad from the last day? Oh, you, hey, you big mad pip? Hey, Marcus, I'm going to put this number in your phone. You should text it. Her name's Larsa. Larsa. Just a weird name. Sounds like a Swedish fish dish. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Hopefully real chili with beans, not Texas meat soup. Hmm. Do we have a pro Midwest crowd here on the morning drive? I'm not sure. Because that's a very Midwest thing to agree with over here on this side. Uh, Lordy Sonia again. Green Acres is hilarious. Feels like what we've done. Cottonmouth tarantulas barefoot. What the heck? Sounds like <laughs> sounds like a bad mix. Yes. Uh, I was born and raised Texan, Clinton, and I'd love chili with a cinnamon roll. I did just move to the Midwest <laughs> this year for work, though. Have I been turned? <laughs> well, I mean, the truth of the matter is, it's, if it's two things that you really like, man, they'll go together, right? Yeah, yes, but it's like... It's still got to be the recipe of the main and the dessert, right? Like, I love chili. I love pizza. I don't really want to eat pizza with chili. Right? Unless you're, like, at a Golden Corral. It's probably a different story. Yeah, yeah. Golden Corral, there's no rules. I mean, if it's two things that I love, I think I'll be all right with it. Mm. I mean, I, I love pizza and French toast. And if you slap them both on my plate and say, hey, these are two leftovers we got, have at it, I'm like, let's go. So this is perfect because I've recently had this conversation and you brought up the cinnamon roll just trying to wrap it your head around it as a dessert because most people think of it as a breakfast food. You can go to some places. I don't know if most people do. I'm just saying I do. I would, I would, I would think you're probably in the higher percentage. If you just said cinnamon roll, you thought breakfast food. Mm-hmm. Same thing, clearly, with even more so with like French toast or pancakes or waffles. We need to be normalizing these as, as desserts, people. You're missing out on a dessert route and a chance to have a pancake. Mm-hmm. That was a great steak dinner you just had. Here's a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the calories. Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. Just joining the show this morning. Glad to see Clint this morning. Aaron and Dr. Gus said Jamie suspended him yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He probably deserved it, but he didn't get it. Mm, mm, Probably. Uh, He didn't say you were leaving. You'll still get your 25 hours, just not with Jamie. That was the prize, though, that I won was 25 hours with Jamie Mm. and... What working a, on hour 12 now. What a prize for someone. <laughs> uh, you are the fuzzy pink gorilla. You are the prize, Jamie. Come on. Right. You got you to gotta build yourself up, man. Pick a duck. You're a prize. Pick a duck out of a <laughs> little pond. <laughs> I did. Got the winning one. Yeah. I uh, I picked up a duck, and on the bottom of it, there was just this little crouton logo. Mm. And I was like, ah, yeah. 25 hours. Uh, good morning, Clint. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, get off my lawn, Jamie. <laughs> uh, several soundtracks have been poured in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Feel free to do so as well. The Lost Boys soundtrack is solid. Oh, man, it is great. Mm-hmm. Way better than solid. Uh, good morning, Vietnam soundtrack is really good as well. Forrest Gump is awesome. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Yeah, I've like recent soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Those have been great because it started out what like here, here's a bunch of like seventy. Sound, it also gets back to what soundtracks used to be, uh-huh. where it was all great songs put on one album as opposed mm-hmm. to hey these were some things you know you got orchestra music in here you got this going on here and songs no one's ever heard of except for the movie. Mm-hmm. Guardians literally was let's find all of the great songs from the seventies. Yeah, go. And then the second Guardians are like let's bump it up to the eighties, shall we? A little bit, yeah, yeah, and, and so. Hard to miss on that when you just pick crowd pleasers. And also, they incorporated it well into the movie. Uh, someone says Grease. See, that feels cheating because it's a musical, right? Mm, that's fair. I mean, I'm not knocking right. Grease. Just uh, Manning family has been, yeah, we got the Mannings. Mannings again. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone put the Kelsey brothers, which I think is a is a good one. I guess, though, when I think of, like, first family of sports, there has to be different generations. And unless you're counting, like, Mama Kelsey, who's been in the media 
for just funny reasons since her sons have been in the Super Bowl and she wore like the mixed jersey and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think you have to be different generations. You know? I know. I know. I think that I think I'm doubling down on feeling like the Mannings is the group is right now the the answer. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. You see, uh, speaking of the Mannings, Arch Manning, they had this article, you know, two months ago, something. It was like Arch Manning says he will not sign an NIL deal until he's the starter at Texas. Of course, coming in, redshirting, third string uh, behind. Well, math would be two different quarterbacks. Uh, they're specifically, though, behind Quinn Ewers, who's a starter for the Longhorns this year. <laughs> Yesterday came out, signed with an NIL deal, his first one with Panini Cards. And Arch his, did? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's Isn't he donating it to charity, though? No, that was Quinn Ewers, like, A Night with Quinn. Oh, okay. Which was strange. Uh, Apocalypse Now sam- soundtrack. Yeah. A lot of good ones there. Uh, yeah, and then Brandon corrected and said Jordan's son is dating Pippin's ex-wife, not a daughter. And then the emoji with the uh, big shock dies, which is the face that Jamie made yes. when I corrected it. <laughs> hey, when we come back, we'll have Jamie's question of the day. You have a morning drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Don't forget, take us anywhere with the mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank big plays and even bigger laps if they get seven out of those two things game over mm-hmm. you not you're not winning you're not winning that game at at all this is the morning drive podcast uh basketball players who don't wear the same they, shoes the shoes that right. match the uniform yeah. okay yeah. match the color scheme of the, the team they play for <laughs> from double t 97.3 jeff mcguire has been sent on an unplanned path this morning and it's not a bad thing Welcome back to the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com. Thank you for hanging out with us on a Wednesday edition. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Jeff McGuire behind the glass, pumping out the tunes, taking care of us. Rangers at Astros tonight, 6.30 start time here on Double T 97.3 for the Rangers call. 6.40 on 100.7, the score for the Astros call. But now it is time for Jamie's question of the day. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Okay. So I'm going to kind of build off of what we were chatting about earlier. We're going to go Texas Tech style. Who is the first family of Texas Tech sports? Oh. So you would have to say there's got to be multiple Athletes can be different generation, same generation. <clears throat> would be great if it would have been the nailers, but those <laughs> are one of the fam- <laughs> like everybody signed to come play for Texas Tech. You're going to be a great baseball player, but uh, unfortunately, nobody ever actually played for Texas Tech. And I also believe the middle one never signed with the Red Raiders. I don't know what his deal was, but didn't yeah. even I've got sign two that immediately jump out. Yeah, there's. I think there's two um, that are like the the finalists. Yeah. Youngs. One. I'm stuck on the Youngs because that was the first one. I know I'm clearly missing a biggie. Quite possibly the biggest one. I think. With a one. I think right now, man, I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. I, I can't. I, I'm not certain which way to go. But go ahead. The it Like, the average of the two, the Youngs are better than this one. But the one in this one is so strong it makes up for the week two mm-hmm. swoops. Mm, that's Her son not what I was here. going with. Yeah, Jordan Jackson. For like 15 minutes, but still played. And uh, she's I just looked it up a minute ago, 122 minutes. <laughs> um, I, He wasn't a great player, but mm-hmm. she was so good mm-hmm. that their average might be close to what the Young's average is. Okay, so the funny thing is that was not the other one that I had. I don't feel Ooh. as bad for. I, ha- I have her one. as on the list, but I think the Culvers have to be in there. Ooh, you got a lottery pick in the NBA, and you've got an an, an Olympic, an Olympic athlete. athlete. Yeah. What about uh, the Kittleys? <laughs> Two coaches <laughs> okay. on staff. Okay, uh, you could also a lot go- of championships with one of those coaches too, and very bright future for the other one. Okay, so. 
I'm sure there's more that I don't know about. The Hams, Darvin's son, mm-hmm. was on the roster um, as well uh, for the Red Raider basketball team. So those are two pretty good ones. But I'm going to – there's one that – I think the answer – man, I'm torn between the Culvers and the Youngs. Mm-hmm. I think when it's and, – and it's funny that – I mean, Jeff was going with – I mean, obviously Cheryl's one of the uh, – maybe the greatest women's basketball player ever. So that's pretty, pretty high up there. Just her son just didn't do much. I mean, both Jace and Josh were huge I, factors. I, I and think same for this, with the Culvers. I think for this conversation, and I'm not trying mm-hmm. to knock uh, the son, but I feel like you really have to carry your weight with both Those of them. really key 122 minutes. <laughs> What he gave in practice was way more beneficial than uh, anything on the that court in game time could ever be. True freshman year sounded like my high school career with all the sports <laughs> combined that I played. So, Okay, there's one more that I don't think that's the high end, but I still think it's a really, really good one. Okay. One of them's a Hall of Fame member at Texas Tech. One of them's a current athlete at Texas Tech. And one of them also played for Texas Tech. Ryan Free. Ryan Free's mom is in the Texas Tech Hall of Fame as a golfer. Mm-hmm. His dad, Kelly, played baseball for the Red Raiders as well. I mean, there's a Hall of Fame member there. That's And you've got three members that's a bunch of the family. And there's three. Yeah. Now, in the future, when Little Mahomes comes to Texas Tech... <laughs> as a soccer player, I'm assuming. Or... Yeah. Well, they have multiple kids. It could be any of them. Yeah, there's kids. two. Um, so, or basketball or whatever. Two the, girls? One girl, one boy. One girl, one boy. Okay. Do the Mahomes. Has the boy been born yet? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Really? Like okay. two months ago, right? Um, it was after the Super Bowl. <clears throat> yeah, he's he's under a year. I hadn't followed anybody named Mahomes. It's just too That's hard. probably a good idea. <laughs> it's just um, too hard. Well, but, little, little baby Mahomes, probably not acting up like Jackson or the mom. Oh, boy. I mean, Jackson you get Pat. In that scenario. You get Brittany. Both played here, well, uh, and then the well, new well, well, Brittany didn't play here. She played soccer for a year. Not here. Not here. I thought she played here for a year played and then UT transferred to Tyler. Out. Yeah. I thought she transferred to UT Tyler after her first year here. I don't know that. I just knew that she played at UT Tyler, and then I thought overseas, Iceland for like a year or something like that. Sure, it's yeah. where she learned to really dive into the social media aspect of the things. So um, back to the freeze, though, like Hall of Fame, that carries a lot of weight. But like with the Culvers you, or, or the Youngs, and when you look at those two, do you get more brownie points because you had two in the same sport that performed at the same level and was a really, really high level? Or do you get extra points because you had two different sports covered and one was at the Olympic level? Yeah, I mean, so... I mean, like, I think to myself, well, the Youngs, I mean, that's two guys that are drafted in the top 15, okay? One's already been an all-star. The one's doing Starter. really, really well, okay? Um, <laughs> but the Culvers, I mean, one's a lottery pick. Yeah. And one was in the Olympics. I think yeah, as of the- right now today, I'm going Culvers. I think I'm... I think the Youngs will overtake them. There's some good ones coming on the chat line. Uh, Zach and Bart Thomas. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, there's a hall, there's a real Hall of Famer. <laughs> Not just the Texas. I don't mean I didn't didn't mean to disparage Texas Tech, but I'm saying like Hall of Fame, NFL hall, of Fame. hall of Famer, right? Uh, what about Krista and college football? Uh, Krista and um, oh yeah, the oh I guess Bren. Bren, thank you. The the two Gerlichs is a good one. Yeah. Uh, the Morris brothers, the Scovels. And the Fajoko family. There was a while the Fajoko family was synonymous with tech. The last one kind of put up a stinker. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard you do raspberries in the mic before. Zerbert's there. Um, <laughs> who was... I'm assuming Eric Morris's brother? Is this the Morris's that we're talking about? I think so, yeah. I don't. I don't know who the brother is. Do you know the brother? Mm-mm. I assume it's from the same mother. I'm assuming. I have no idea. I don't know the Morris brother. 
I don't know mm-hmm. that one. Zach and Bart Thomas is a good one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's Scovels. That's a good one. Yep. And that's a family. T- that's that's because there was a dad and son involved there. Mm-hmm. Fajocos, that cracks me up. <laughs> uh, I do we know on on Zach Thomas mm-hmm. what the uh, lineage after him is coming up? Are they already out of a uh, college range? I don't know the answer to that. Just gonna put in Zach Thomas children just real quick in the old. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure on that. Googler. I think I'm going Culver's number one. I'm going Young's number two. I'm going. I'm going Freeze. Number three. I think I. Where do you put Cantrell's? After near those. the bottom. After those. <laughs> Did little brother ever get on the field? A little, like I think he was in like one game, like like at, when the clock was ticking. Yeah. <laughs> like one game, I think the he clock got it. But was ticking. He also Never. spent most of his time hurt. I, I'm very well yeah. aware. That's why I said, did he get on the field? I may may have walked across at halftime to head to the tunnel. I, I just don't feel like we got much out of. I can't even remember his name. I think I'm going to take yours, mm-hmm. and I'm leaning young okay. over the Culvers. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the Youngs over the Colts. Oh man, Olympics is pretty special. Yeah, but Josh has had a much better, better career than yes, Jared, and that's where point. I that's where I lean is on the professional side. Yeah, several people mentioning the Gustafsons. Big Can we on mention us. one of our guys in this list though as being the first family of Texas Tech? I don't know that that's allowed. <laughs> uh, several. Still that's in. the top of the list, right there. There's no yeah. question. Gerlich's is a good one too. That's a that's a mm-hmm. good one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And and Brian played for the Red Raider football team too. Yeah. Man, that that that's uh that needs to be up there. Yeah, that needs to be higher too. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is the morning drive on double T 97.3 double T 97.3.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. Here on a Wednesday morning, hopefully you have a great Wednesday ahead of you. Uh, we're live from the first United Bank studio. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all that welcome there. We got this on the chat line. Uh, and I was worried we wouldn't get any E-type news while Chuck was away. I guess that was up about the Pippin Jordan. That was uh, Pippin Jordan. Larsa and I would like to say this. I want to go. I want to be invited to the wedding. That's the first time I've ever said that in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there a celebrity couple named Larkus <laughs> or Marsa? Because you got to combine the names for a celebrity dating name, right? Like Brangelina, you know, oh. stuff like that. Oh, okay. Now I like Larkus. Larkus. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this on the chat line flash. Gordon, hands down, is the best movie soundtrack. Uh, Dazed and Confused has a terrific soundtrack. Also, yeah. Matthew's family is NFL royalty. Uh, the new Jordan movie, Air, had a great soundtrack. Did you Did you watch that? Yes, I did. And yes, the soundtrack was great. Yep. Mm-hmm. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Speaking of... Good stuff. Soundtracks and... Uh, there were words in there, though, that if you want your kids to watch it with you, be careful. Mm. You have to do earmuffs? Yeah, maybe something like that. It's, <laughs> it's just, that's hard to do, though. Yeah. Speaking of soundtracks, though, and, and this one, I guess, maybe is in a slightly different vein because most of the soundtracks, you know, we throw out have established songs that are like radio type hits. But I, if I ever want to listen to something as background noise, like the Interstellar soundtrack, again, completely different feel because it's just spacey music the entire time. Fantastic. So good. Titanic in the same kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. There's one vocal song on the entire track. Everything else is all instrumental. You ever tried to play a penny whistle before? Seems boring. A penny whistle? A penny whistle. Yeah, that's the, what, that's what, it's a penny whistle solo. In my heart will go on. 
That's a penny whistle. Oh. What exactly hmm. is a penny whistle? I really don't know. I just, but <laughs> I just you know, I was assuming it's kind of like a flute. I just know it's the penny whistle solo. Hmm. I is, was hoping you would it know. It is, in fact, uh, the tin whistle, also called the penny whistle, is a simple six-hole woodwind instrument. It is a type of six-hole instrument. Fipple flute. Fimble flute? Fipple. Fipple. <laughs> also fipple flute or snake. Fipple flute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said those words. Yep, you did. Did not plan on that today. The uh, Fipple flute. Horse name. <laughs> I liked the voice you used when you started to read it. Did you? Because it weren't like fancy. Oh, that's like the Just trying to keep up with you, Clint. Uh, we got Urban Cowboy on the Yates Pulling Center chat line. Racer 26 said American Gra- Graffiti is a great soundtrack of the 50s, 60s music. Excuse me. Pulp Fiction, hands down, best soundtrack. We also have several, several families thrown out. You can do so as well for Texas Tech royalty, who the royal family of uh, Texas Tech is. Yeah, and, and the Gerlicks keep getting thrown out too, which yeah. was not one that we had thought of until the, the chat line, and that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a really a, good that's one. A really good one. Um, yeah. Also, Sooner and Lovick says "Little Nicky" soundtrack. And this goes with uh, Interstellar because what's "Explosions in the Sky"? I believe is what the band's name is called. PJ says "Friday Night Lights" the movie soundtrack is the goat, and that's a great one. Again, just moving guitar parts and stuff, but it's awesome. Yep. Uh, Josh said that uh, the Pokemon theme song still is. Yeah, I didn't. I guess it has remained a uh, a hit, if you will. Said it's his uh, alarm clock wake up feeling invincible. Also, probably feeling like the very best. No one ever was. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people when they're talking about the goat of soundtracks forgetting Prince's Purple Rain soundtrack. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's Prince. The, the, it's Prince. Yes. And it's a, a lot of really, really good Prince. Yeah, it just seems weird, though, if it's just the actor just singing. Seems like we're cheating a little bit there. Yeah. That's probably fair. Like, well, Elvis did a bunch of movies when he was also singing. Those are that. borderline musicals. <laughs> Blue Hawaii. Something Although I would effect. like songs that are on a bunch of soundtrack, almost every movie that ever takes place in Vegas has got a little less conversation uh, uh, on it because it's like the theme for Vegas. Um, it, also with Viva Las Vegas, and if you're in Vegas, those are the songs that are played. Um, I just I've never I've never actually been to Vegas. I just assume like that's playing in the streets like when you walk in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're doing almost anything in Vietnam, you get all along the Watchtower and um, Fortune Sun um, that are just automatic that are there every single time. That Those individual songs were great before they were associated with the movies that they were in. And then it's every movie takes ownership of those, if that makes sense. No argument over here. Uh, you shared during the boom, boom, boom uh, headline I did want to get to, and the Chargers and Justin Herbert agreed to a five-year, $262.5 million deal. Um, and, you know, we talked yesterday, and we've talked this week, because the running backs have been a conversation piece in the NFL, feeling like they're being undervalued. They've had the Zoom meeting. Uh, I, I still... Find it slightly comical. You have the Zoom meeting, and the next day, Saquon Barkley uh, and the Giants come to terms with with a relatively similar money-wise. Like It seems like the difference, when it's all said and done, is minuscule what he would have got with the franchise tag than what he ultimately signed for with the deal. I mean, I guess, you know, a million more still. A million is not anything to scoff at. But in the scheme of things, I don't know. Didn't seem like a huge, huge difference to me. Um, but if you are these running backs, uh, who are already having these, uh, upset feelings and you see a Trayvon Diggs contract come out like that, 
huge. You see now, again, Justin Herbert, the next one in line of the quarterbacks of this huge, huge deal. Boy, timing-wise, they're going, see, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> it's this stuff right here. And especially right. Austin Eckler, who <laughs> has led the charge, sure. and that's his quarterback. Yep. Man, that is uh, – what is that room like for the Chargers? Because you know Austin Eckler already wanted out of Los Angeles. Um, the Chargers are a very talented team. They are – someone put already uh, – I think it was Robert put uh, Chargers as a dark horse Super Bowl team. As long as they stay with this level of talent, they're going to be the pick to be the dark horse Super Bowl team, at least from the AFC. The problem is the reason they're a dark horse is because they're in the same division as Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and – it will eventually turn into, I'll believe it when I see it. And you can go back to just last year when they had the Jaguars right where you want a team in the playoff, and that's down by a lot and a complete meltdown from sure. Justin Herbert uh, and the offense. Uh, but if you're Austin Eckler, what is that room like? Can't imagine it's real hunky-dory between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it. you'd like to think they're two adults that – you know, no, hey, it's not your fault that you're getting more money than I'm getting. But I'm sure there's a frustration level there that it would be hard not to, you know, just kind of feel the awkwardness between the two of them. Yeah, it's, it's hard to believe that as soon as he saw the news, Justin Herbert uh, got a text on his phone from Eckler going, hey, congrats, man, really happy for you. <laughs> Super awesome news, buddy. Yeah. All the support in the world from over here. So, I mean, that, like, chemistry-wise, that just seems like you're in for a mess. And the other side, too, is you see this uh, ladder of quarterback contracts, this elevator, really, of quarterback contracts. Now the next one in the wing is Joe Burrow, who is going to get a ton of money as well, and it's going to top this contract. Uh, We'll keep talking about this a little bit on the other side because – there's another player that storyline-wise I think looks better and better the more you get these big contracts from quarterbacks. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.